Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He's taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University. University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an AS degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a BS degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. And here I am. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the show that's designed to give you some innovative ways you can find employment. Because out there, we know that in America, there are just too many people out of work. We want to start addressing some of the problems, and I want to be part of that, that, that person that solved that solution or that has that solution. I want to be the one that helps to solve your problem. And so any of you others out there that want to get involved to help solve this problem, I want you to call in and share your thoughts and comments to be on the show because we will welcome them. Anyway, so so it's designed so that we help you find enjoyable employment because when you have enjoyable employment, you're naturally productive, and when you're working for someone else, you've now increased productivity and morale for them. And if we did that with each of us, we could literally increase productivity and morale for our entire workforce. And so we want you to think about ways that you could find the type of work you can do what it is that you enjoy doing. Anyway, tonight we have a terrific show. We have a couple of guests in our in our studio, and uh, and we're going to bring them up a little later on. But first of all, we have Debbie, who's in. I'm going to use that old term. Debbie's in the house tonight. And Debbie, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing well tonight, Gene. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. And we Glad have a back. okay. And we have a guest. That literally is looking for employment, and his name is Brian. How you doing, Brian? Pretty good. How are you? 
I'm doing fine. And so you out there that are really serious about looking for employment, if you're up for the game, we'll be more than happy to have you on the show to see if somebody out there can help you find a job that you want. And we may have a possible another person on the show. That's our producer, which is Lee. And Lee, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Great. I mean, great. you know, how the last hour went so smoothly technically and everything. Were you paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys were, were talking over there. Oh, man, it was a nightmare. So anyway, maybe we could talk about you handled overcoming it well. challenges at work. Yeah. You handled it well. Oh, thank you very you much. You handled it well, and so now we're back. Anyway, let me kind of bring you up to date. So far on the show, we've had several shows, but we've talked about ways you can assess yourself. And I'm just going to give you a quick overview. The way that you can assess yourself is really start looking at what you enjoy doing, what you know how to do, and what you've been doing all these years from past jobs, and only focus on what you enjoy doing. That will help you to assess yourself. We also had a show on how to produce, how to introduce yourself or present yourself, because once you know how to assess yourself, hopefully you feel good about what you know how to do, and presenting it is what we want you to practice doing, and so part of you who were listening last week, we had a homework assignment, and the homework assignment was to go out and introduce yourself to 10 people, and if any of you did that and you got some results, give us a call, and that that number is 727-441-3000. Again, it's 727-441-3000. Any of you who have any results on presenting yourself, because that's really where it all happens. We also talked about words that have no meaning. And the purpose was for you not to use any of these words. Some of those words were words like uh, qualified, qualification, skills, uh, telling people all your credentials. Uh, Words like that. We talked about the importance of those words, but that you eliminate those from your vocabulary and understanding the difference between people telling you you're qualified, you have qualifications, you have skills, you have the credentials, the difference between people telling you you have them and you telling other people that you have them. Anyway, so we talked about that. We also talked about the importance of networking. And networking is based on people who know you. So obviously, if, if we don't know you, then we can't really talk about you. But if we do know you, then of course we can talk about you, and we're always going to be talking about you to our friends and people we know. However, in a job search, it's it's telling people what you'd like to do so they can go network for you and understand how that process works. So we had a, had some time on that. And we talked about interviewing questions, the way that people are going to ask you questions, how they ask you those questions, and a way that you can answer those questions. So we had a session on that. And then we also had a session on how layoffs present opportunities to find enjoyment. So so, if, so all of you that are laid off out there, now is the opportune time to find a job that you want. It's not the time to say you got to go do something. Now's the time when you can literally look at your life and say, I think I know what I'd like to do. And hopefully you know what you like to do, but hopefully it's not a job title. Hopefully it's, it's certain functions. And, and then from that, we've always had guests on the show to talk about or to share how they've created jobs. Anyway, all of these past shows can be found on our podcast. And uh, you can hear all the past shows. That, that, that uh, place to find that, it's called Employment Op dot mypodcast.com it's it's employment opp 
www.mypodcast.com. Anyway, so you can, what you can do is go find all those shows. Anyway, we have an exciting uh, time slot to hear from you out there, and we have some very good topics on our tonight's show. Anyway, we're going to be right back and get started. And this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity. Go get your pads and pencils, and hopefully we can get you to wake up out there. And so, so let's get going, and let's help Mr. Obama find jobs for you. Anyway, we'll be right back. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking. Time for thinking ahead. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508 508- 527-0460 anytime day or evening thinking is critical to job success Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, wake up out there. Wake up out there and get ready to go find the job of your dreams because we're going to try to give you some formulas to make that happen. Anyway, we have, as a guest, Brian. And Brian is literally unemployed. And uh, he's on the show because we want to help Brian find a job. So 
all of you out there, put your put put your earphones on and you think about your networking contacts and your employers out there. We have someone here that we want to try to help find a job tonight. Anyway, so Brian, Brian's, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Tell us a little bit, a bit about who are you? Who I am? Uh, yeah. Well, my name's Brian, and uh, I've been doing uh, computer work since 1992, and. Uh, I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> okay. Is that it? <laughs> okay, I'll come back to you, okay? Uh, Debbie, what do you do? Yeah, I just start on that scene. Now you've got me laughing. I'm Debbie Connolly with Paycoach HR, and I provide training and education for payroll professionals in tax compliance and also with software applications. Okay, very good. Okay, so out there we have three experts in the room here, and you can pick on all of us, so feel free to give us a call, and we'll try to answer all your questions. No question is too bad, and no question is is the right question. Just ask them, and we'll try to give you answers. You've already heard my background, and if necessary, give me a call, and I'll go over it again. Anyway, uh, Brian, tell us your background. Uh, well, I, I uh, went to school for um, CAD drafting, and uh, I got a job doing that in uh, 92, and uh, that kind of involved in, uh, into me taking care of computer systems, and uh, I've been taking care of computer systems ever since then. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask in you a couple questions. In some form or another. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and these questions are for you out there as well. Uh, first of all, how long have you been working? Uh Okay, we're just, good question. <laughs> okay, we'll just think about it. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to ask you. You stumped him, Jane. Yeah. I know. Uh, I'm going to ask you usually, usually, you know, the, the, my canned answer is I've been doing IT for 18 years, but I've been working longer than 18 years. Great. Okay, I'm going to ask a couple of questions. Just want to see if you listen. Okay. Have you listened to them? And you out there listen as well. But see if you can answer these questions. Uh, and then Lee, get ready if you like. I'll ask you to, I'll ask you to kind of give us an example of that. Anyway, but the first question is how long you've been working. The reason you want to tell people how long you've been working because they're literally looking at you, and they see your age, your bars, all, all your bumps, your scars. They see how you look. They see your body language. They see whether your head's up, down. They're actually looking at you, and they can see your age. And so you want, first of all, to let them know you've been doing something all those years, and it really doesn't matter even if you're 16, 17 years old. They're looking at you. So the purpose of telling them how long you've been working is so they have an idea as to where to start you at. Because since you've already gotten started, they're not going to have you start over again. Right. And the next question I'm going to ask you is, uh, uh, what do you know how to do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know how to work on uh, computers and solve problems. I'm a good problem solver. Okay. Anyway, so the next thing I'm going to say is all all the jobs that you've had, you really didn't have those jobs. What you had were responsibilities in those jobs. And you had responsibilities because you were representing your corporation. So so, so I'd like to have you think about what were you, what were you responsible for? And then see if you can select two or three of the ones that you enjoy that you were good at. Okay, just want you to think about that. Next, next thing, what was your first job? I uh, worked in a restaurant. Okay, second job? Uh, computer, uh, drafting. Okay, drafting. Third job? Computers. Okay. 
Now, the reason I'm asking those questions, again, we're looking at you. It's, it, it's nice if you tell us where you started and what jobs you went through in order to get to where you are now. The reason being is because they were all based on responsibilities, and you got to where you are now by getting older and people giving you more responsibility. And so if we know the jobs that you've had, now we know the other people have been giving you responsibility, so most likely we will give you more as well because we know that you can handle responsibility. And so just think of those three things. What do you, what do you know how to do? How long you've been doing it? What was your first job, second job, third job? Because you want to lead us down a path, and you got to find a way to condense that down into like about 45 seconds and tell us, which means you can't tell us everything, but you want to tell us enough so that once you're done, we can ask questions. Okay, so your introduction should be about 45 seconds. It can be a minute, but it should be about 45 seconds. The purpose is because the attention span is only about 35 seconds. Okay, so you want to tell us something that interests us where we want to hear more. If we want to hear more, we'll ask more questions. Okay, so, so anyway, so I'm going to come back to you in a few seconds, just as you think about what's your background, what would you tell us out there, because I'm sure there's some listeners out there that want to know more about what you know how to do. And I'm not sure you told them the first time around. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, now the next thing is, is that I'm just going to ask you, uh, what are you looking for? What would you like to do? I'd like to get a position working with computers. Okay. Anything else? Well, just something to think about. Okay. Oh, Debbie, what would you like to do? What would I like to do? I would like to start training my payroll. Well, I have, I've got my payroll classes together. I've just got to get it all moving now. Okay. But what would you like to do? What are your goals? I'm sorry? What are your goals? What are my goals? <gasps> Mm-hmm. See now, are we talking business or pleasure? <laughs> it doesn't I have matter. Some goals to have a boat as well. Whose life is it? Now, so let me. That's an excellent point. First thing I want you all to think about is whose life is it. That's the first thing. Most likely, everyone you've met, everyone you're going to meet, has asked you, "What are your goals? What do you want to do? Who are you?" They've asked you something like that in that form didn't have anything to do with a the job. They asked, what are, you, what are your goals? What do you want to do? What do you enjoy doing? Or tell us about you. Very important you understand. They didn't ask you what job you wanted to do. They asked you what you want to do. So it's your life. And so, so you should be telling them what you want to do. Like in my case, I like to make a lot of money, travel, have my own business. See, yeah. You know, so I want you to think about the question. Anyway, for you out there, if you think you can answer those three questions I just got asked... Uh, give me a call or give us a call so we can hear how you would ask it. We'll even help you out. We're going to ask Brian to tell us all that and possibly Lee. And, you know, they can tell us so that we kind of, like, know who's here. Anyway, we'll take be inventory. right back, so get ready. going to take inventory on you know, our so, likes and dislikes. Right. So this is Gene Hodge, and we'll be right back with the Employment Opportunity Hour. And this is the time for you to take advantage because this is opportunity time. And we'll be right back.
Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Okay, we're okay. back with our guest, Brian, who's out here really looking for a job. And if any of you out there can think of anything that Brian can do so far, then give us a call and let us know. And uh, so I'm going to get back to you, Brian. I'm just going to ask you again, to, to, what is your background? Okay, so i, I kind of been thinking about this. So if I hear what you're saying, you, you're kind of asking what your responsibilities have been for your whole career, just not what, what's on your resume pertaining to your last position. Well, I just want you to think about it. People want to know you. They don't want to know what you did last. Okay. Um, <laughs> I understand. I want you to think about it. Yeah. So, okay. uh, well, like I said, before computers, I, I used to work in the restaurant business. What did you do? Um, I started there as a busboy. So my responsibilities were uh, busing tables. And then uh, I, was, I was there for quite a while. So uh, during that time there, I had other responsibilities. Uh, Such as? Taking care of the kitchen, uh, which ended up, you know, manager okay. roles. And, okay, what else did you do? Uh, ended up being uh, the restaurant manager. Okay, who would you manage? Uh, servers and cooks and dishwashers and busboys. Okay, okay, how many? Uh, it was probably a staff of 20. Okay. Uh, Okay, so I'm just going to stop right there. I want you all to think about, Brian said that he, he started out as a busboy, and he worked in the kitchen, and then he managed. Well, in reality, you know, he didn't really do that. What he did was he picked up, you know, silverware and dishes. He probably smiled at the customers. <laughs> you know, he probably washed some dishes or pots and pans in the kitchen. And then he probably, when he managed, he had to manage somebody. And so just saying you managed doesn't say you did anything. If you said I managed, then... I manage five people. Well, that's one level of responsibility. 
If you say I manage 10, that's a totally different level of responsibility. If you manage 20 or 100 or 500, all of those are different levels of managing. And so just say you manage, it doesn't say anything. Right. When you say how many, that says somebody gave you that responsibility. And so if you apply that to all your jobs, then you can start to begin to break down the job in terms of what you really do. Okay, what was your second job? Uh, um, I mostly got into computers at that point. I mean, What did you do? Um, I worked on CAD packages, computer-aided design uh, packages. Okay. Um, I took care of the computer systems. How did you do that? How did I do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. When you think about it, see, you, again, you had responsibilities. Right. And in order for you to do what you did, then maybe it's as simple as just saying what you were responsible for doing and how you did it. Right. I was responsible for uh, making sure that the systems were current uh, with their operating systems and patches uh, for mm-hmm. security. Okay. That's one. I was responsible for uh, making sure the users had um, uh, all the tools they needed. Uh, which involved computers, the software, uh, space, uh, peripherals. Okay, so that's two. Yeah. Anything um, else? Uh, had to make sure that uh, it was uh, backed up, disaster recovery. Uh, in case anything never happened to the systems, I could uh, retrieve the systems and bring okay. people's data back. Okay, so that's three things. Right. Most likely, if you really thought about it, you're responsible for a lot more. Mm-hmm. But... All you really need are the key things that you did and the key things that you enjoy doing. Never tell anybody what you didn't enjoy doing. <laughs> Only focus on what it is that you enjoy doing. Anyway, so I'm just going to have you think about that. Think about that for all the other jobs. I'll okay. come back to you in a few seconds. I'm going to ask you to give us a real spiel. But we have a couple of other experts in the in the room. And so, Debbie, give us your background very quickly and see if you can do it in 30 seconds. Oh, boy, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I started out doing payroll within an uh, accounting firm or a large accounting firm up in New Jersey, came down to Florida and started working for software vendors and payroll support and started training payroll and was laid off last year, and now I'm trying to pursue work on my own, okay. conducting training classes. Okay. And let I me, didn't make 30 seconds, did I, Jim? All right, so let me kind of back it up. Okay, <laughs> what do you all think out, out there? It's your turn. People want to know what it is that you know how to do. So you being laid off doesn't say, doesn't say anything about what you know how to do. Workplaces are all about performance. So all they want to know is what do you know how to do, period. And so you can focus on what do you know how to do and what the responsibilities were. You know, just saying you did training is... Doesn't mean anything. Right. If you say I was responsible for training X number of people because that's what you were being paid to do. So, so it's very important that we understand we've been given responsibility. From responsibility, we may discover or become aware of skills and abilities we, we're utilizing in order to do it because we're made up of skills and abilities. Now, oh, would you like to tell us? <laughs> Is it my turn in, in the hot yeah, seat? Yeah, you'd like to jump yes. in the hot seat. Give us a 30-second okay. overview of your background. 30 seconds, oh, my gosh. The pressure, the pressure, Gene. Well, that's what I'm here for. I can't, I can't handle the pressure. Oh, well. But I, I guess that's the part of any good resume is handled a lot of pressure. Um, actually, I did. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I like doing in my life. I like doing radio, and I did some web development and IT 
type of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, some sales. Okay, great. How's that? That's great. That's three things. That's great. All of those are what I would call functions that go into making up jobs. Sales, you did web development, and you did some, what else? IT. Did some IT. If we, mm-hmm. if we, if we took all that and threw it into like a little bowl and stirred it around, I'm pretty sure you out there could come up with a bunch of titles where he could use those exact same skills and abilities. However, they'd all be different job titles because we don't know the titles of the future. Everybody else does. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just kind of like think about that in terms of, of describing yourself and describing your background. Anyway, but, but Brian, this, this, but this part of the show is kind of like dedicated to, to you. So what would you like to do? Because we want to hire people that want to do something. So what would you like to do? Um, I, I'd like to be in a position in the computer field uh, where I have responsibilities of uh, taking care of uh, computer systems, uh, storage hardware, operating systems, uh, and uh, managing people uh, ultimately would uh, be good too. How many people do you want to manage? Um, I guess it just depends on the size of the team and the scope of the project. Oh, okay. I'm coming right back to the whose okay. life is it? Yeah. Say, so I want you to begin to think about out there. People are going to ask you, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So if you said, I want to manage 500 people, imagine the companies are looking for a manager to manage 500 people. Right. You said, I want to manage five. Then most likely the ones that need a top manager won't, won't find you. Mm-hmm. And people are literally asking you, what do you want to do? How many computer systems do you want to work with? One, two, three, five? Yeah, hundreds. Well, if you didn't say it, right. we don't know it. See, see, so you always want to go for what you've done most recently, but you always want to think about what would you like to do? Now, do you want to work around people or do you want to work alone? <laughs> <laughs> this week I want to work alone. <laughs> you want to travel? Uh, you want to travel or you want to sit at your desk? Uh, no, I, I used to do a lot of travel uh, for for a local company here, and I enjoyed it quite Okay, quite would you like to do more of it? Sure, sure, well, absolutely. Again, you need to tell us. Yeah. Now, the reason it's so important that you tell us, for two reasons. One is because we don't know you, and we want to help you, which means you need to teach us who you are, because we don't know you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not going to teach us who we are, then we can't really know you. The second thing is you've got to be able to put all of what you say on a piece of paper. Now, obviously, if you didn't say enough, you're going to have a very short resume. Hmm. And if you say too much, it's going to be too long. What you want to do is to be able to say your background, and I'm like, again, 35 seconds to a minute, and your resume should be something somebody can skim in 35 seconds to a minute. Which means they should be exact. If it's interesting enough, they're going to look at your background because it's interesting. All they're going to be listening for is are you saying the same thing. It's very important to understand the connection. Your resume must say what's coming out of your mouth. Any discrepancy, you've automatically presented yourself as which one is true. Because a resume is designed to represent you. It's designed so that it's something you send ahead of time so that if you get invited in, but they get a chance to match up the human who walked in the door with the information you sent. And hopefully all they're going to do is ask you the same questions. Tell us your background. Hopefully you're going to repeat what was there. If not, it's something that when you meet people, you can leave behind. 
so that when they look it over, they know it's still exactly what you said. Any discrepancy, you've automatically raised the flag that says which one is true. Okay, so most people make that mistake. So you should always do your own resume, even if you get somebody else to type it up for you. You've got to tell them what information so that it's exact. Always use the words that you use. Don't ever put in words that you don't use. So when you say okay. skim the resume, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, is the resume going to have a lot of content in it or just short and sweet to the point? It should always have your responsibilities in it. It should always have at least two or three for each job that you've had. So if you've had five jobs over your lifetime, you should have 15 bullet points in there that describe only your responsibilities. And so if you didn't tell us what the responsibility was, then we can't tell what you know how to do. It's very important to understand people have been choosing you, and they will choose you again, provided you tell them what you're responsible for. Okay? So, so, so it's... Anyway, so it's very important that you out there understand how to create resumes because we are looking for people. Employers are looking for people to do something because all jobs, 100% of them, all jobs are because somebody needs something done and they're willing to pay somebody to do it. And so they're looking for the person that can tell them how they would do it. And since none of you have the same skills and abilities, your uniqueness it's what they're going to buy into. How would you do it? And that's what they're listening for. And so anyway, so, so I want you to just to think about what it is that you do out there. Now, you out there, if you have any questions, give us a call. If you can think of any job that Brian can do or if you're aware of any job that Brian can do, give us a call. And uh, we'll... Hey, by the way, before we uh, go to break, I can tell you're about to do that. Um, okay. We did have a caller who uh, had a hot tip. Uh-huh. For a company that is hiring, it's Frontier Communications. Great. He okay. said, and uh, let's say I was just at their website. You just Google uh, Frontier Communications and you will get there. And they do uh, have a lot of jobs available, although not uh, posted on the website that are that are in this area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. So uh, Frontier now, Communications. Now, the best thing about that is you have somebody now recommending you. Which is totally different than just you looking on somebody's job site and seeing jobs. Right. Anyway, we'll be right back, and uh, we'll try to get all this straightened out, see if we can get you a job before the night's over. <laughs> anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour, and you out there take advantage of the opportunity. That's where all the fun is. It's in the opportunity. Anyway, we'll be right back. <laughs> Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. 
But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. All right, all right. Uh, that, that that song uh, had to do with getting a job, and I really don't want any of you out there to get a job. I really want you to go get something that you'll enjoy doing, which won't be a job. And because I'm sure you know a ton of people that are doing what they enjoy doing, all you got to do is look at the way they carry themselves, look at their attitude. They're not working. What they're doing is they're getting paid to do what they enjoy doing, and there's a place out there for everybody. Anyway, Brian. Uh, yes, I've kind of given you some tips on what to prepare in your resume and how to introduce yourself to people, but obviously people are going to be asking you types of, I'll say questions. Some people call it interviewing. I'm just going to say everybody's going to ask you questions. And it's very important that you understand anybody can ask you a question. It has nothing to do with a job. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so, so hopefully, hopefully uh, some of you out there, you throw away that word interview. Because hopefully by now, some of your experienced workers, especially, you know that the decisions are made on the golf course or at the bar or at lunch or at dinner. They're not made in an office where you're having an interview. So anytime anybody's asking you questions about you, you're being interviewed. And it doesn't really matter. I'm pretty sure, you know, Brian, you've, all, the, all the women you've known in the past, you've interviewed them. <laughs> and Debbie, what are you laughing for? All the men you know, you interviewed them. <laughs> or they've interviewed you. Anyway, so anyway, so questions are all questions. When somebody's asking questions about you, you're being interviewed. Anyway, Brian, but let's get back to you because we're trying to help you find a job. People are going to be asking you some questions. So what are some of the tough questions that you think they might ask uh, that you may have a tough time answering? Uh 
That's a good response. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> you, you know which one I hate? Okay. Which I one? Hate, I noticed there's this two-year gap in your resume. What were you doing at that time? You know? Oh, ask you, why excellent. Were you, why were you unemployed for excellent question. two years or something like that? You know? Anybody want to try so to answer really that? Embarrassing. How would you answer that question? Uh, well, you know, I kind of have a, a, you know, a situation where I've kind of changed fields uh, for a few years. So now that I feel like I'm going back to IT, I kind of feel like I'm uh, left out in the cold. So I do get that question a lot, you know. Because how do you answer it? Um, yeah, yes, I left for a little bit. I'm back now, and <laughs> uh, nothing's changed. Okay, let me kind of give you a suggestion. Don't, don't tell them. What institution you were in, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, like doing time or in the, you know, I'm in serious. the nut house or something like I'm that. I'm very you, serious. I want to let them know about that. You should tell everybody about where you've been because it's your life. And so it's very easy for you to say, uh, for two years I didn't work. I stayed home. My wife worked. Have you? I took off two years. I traveled around the country because I wanted to see the world while I was young enough. Have you? I was incarcerated for three years, uh, you know, for something that we can talk about later. Have you? See, the worst thing you can do is to let somebody tell you about your experience, and they've been sitting there in their office wishing they could have taken the time off to go do what you, what you have done. You always want to tell people what you've done because you want them to choose you. You don't want to hide anything. But imagine all the people you know that are workaholics or they figure they can't take a vacation, they can't take time off. Imagine if they knew that you're the type of person that's in control of your life, you'll take off when you get ready. Because whoever said you had to work, that's what you need to think about. Whoever really said you had to work. Some people know how to go take time off because they're in control of their lives. And I can pretty much guarantee those people get paid more money because they know they will take off when they get ready. Because it's your life. And hopefully you'll go after opportunity. Hmm. Because it's your life. Opportunities are always going to come along. Are you the type that will go after them? You need to let the person know, you know that you'll go after, uh, after opportunity. If they want to keep you, they will reward you well. So okay. yeah, yeah I, w- I did go on one interview, uh, and uh, I was honest about what I was doing, and I just mm-hmm. felt like I didn't get the job because I was honest about what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just going to say. So and, uh, much of the time when you even have that little bit break, it's like we were taught in our society not to say. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always preparing ourselves for what we think or what I think the person wants to hear. Yeah, here's the part that you fail to understand. The person is a real person. They have gone through many jobs to get to the position that they're in. Why would you let someone ask you a question about how many jobs you've had or you've taken time off when all you've got to do is ask them? Because you don't know their background. All you got to do is ask them. You're talking to a real person with real feelings, real ups and downs, real problems. The worst thing you can do is to, is to think they haven't been through anything. That's how they got to their positions. And so you telling people what you've been through puts you on a level playing field. Hiding is hiding not only displays your lack of confidence, but it displays that you must think they have an upper hand over you. Your advantage is you're bringing skills and abilities to them to help them solve a problem. That's how come you want to tell them what you've been through because nobody's walked in your shoes. 
that's what makes you unique. And so as long as you think you're talking to an interviewer, then you won't realize you're talking to a real human. Uh, that's when you say to change the mindset. You know? Don't look at that person as an interviewer or the president of the company. They are another individual. Well, only if you say so. Okay, you gotta, It's very important to understand how you got old. So I, like, I asked you, you know, what was your first job, second job, third job? Because we want to know how you've grown and taken on additional responsibilities. Do you really think the person you you, you really think the person you're talking to didn't start somewhere? And right. so it's very important to understand they started too. They did all the little things you did. They had paper routes. Uh, you no, know, they were in the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. They did all the little things that you did as well. But only if you treat them like they're real humans. Right. I, I think I said, they see, the real decisions don't get made in the office. The real decisions get made out there because you know people that are networking who knew somebody that knew somebody knew somebody. And so why aren't you doing exactly the same thing? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you start doing exactly the same thing. Okay, I just got an interruption. Uh, we have a caller? We have a caller. Put them on. Whoever it is. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I, I, I had a pattern of like three or four months on the job or six months on the job and quit. And they asked me why. I said, well, because I go north in the summer and south in the winter. Excellent. And the guy seemed to like the idea that there was an explanation for six months here, six months there. He, all he could see was short periods of employment when he saw the reason for it. Mm-hmm. He just seemed comfortable. And, and I got the job. Great. <laughs> And you'll still go wherever you need to go every six months. Is that right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm married now, and I'm kind of stuck where I am. Well, take her with you. Take her with you so she can I see it as well. I'm in Michigan without a job somewhere because <laughs> things, you know, the, the, the agency I used to work for up there disappeared. And, mm-hmm. you know, stuff has gotten real rough in the last. But I used to, when I used to go north, I would think, dare I quit? Dare I go up there? And... And then I did, and and I found something. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed to work out. Well, so. thanks, but thanks for sharing that. Things will always work out if you're willing to put your foot forward. It's really just that simple. There are hundreds of thousands of people that go north every six months, or they come south. That's the way they live. You can do it too. The the key to all of this is you learning from how did the other people do it. Is being willing to give up thinking you have the right formula and really going to ask the people who are doing what you want to do, how did they do it? Anyway, I hear the music and we're winding down, but just think about that out there. Hopefully we've offered you some tips. we got a couple more. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. If you feel like giving us a call, you still got time. Number 727-441-3000. We'll appreciate any comments that you have. Anyway, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Just for funny sense, get a job. That's just the way it is. Some things will never change. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. 
Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Okay, we're back, and we're trying to help Brian Connolly find his ideal job. We don't really want him just to have a job because he'll get bored. <laughs> or there's no way he's going to be productive if he's just doing something. Now, it's, I want you all to think of out there, if you're just doing something, there's no way you can be productive. You want to let people know that you can be productive, especially when you're doing what you enjoy. There's a place out there for everyone. Anyway, Brian, uh, we don't know how many people may want to contact you, but uh, how can we contact you? How can people contact you? Uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me is my email address. Um, it's uh, brian at voyager.tzo.com. So it's uh, brian at voyager.tzo.com. Oh, you get that? Okay, so if you have any emails, especially you employers, if you have any contacts out there that know of jobs in Brian's area, Feel free to send them an email, and you can also call the station and just reference Brian, and we'll figure out a way to get the message to him. Thank anyway, you. Uh, are we we have uh, we have an employer that also has a job opening, and so uh, let's I believe we got one, and so okay, hold on one second. Anyway, and, Nick, I want to say thank you for coming on our show. And, yes, they can give you a call. Go ahead. It's okay to jump in. Yes, you uh, would like to call me at 727-785-9554. And, again, my email address is B-I-Z-O-T-B at TampaBay.RR.com. And, and, again, we're looking for individuals who would like to uh, call on retail stores in, in a territory Um uh, that would be comfortable for them to to work, and we're looking to um, to fill any hamlet, town, and city in the United States and the Caribbean. Great, great! Wow, wow! So, so you see that there are some ideal jobs out there. Any of you other employers that you have jobs, call us and tell people. We just talked about people traveling. Here's a guy that that has some openings, and they're all over the place. And so, if you enjoy traveling, that's how you. Put, what, put some enjoyment into your job. Think of the things, again, think of the things that you enjoy doing. Anyway, so, so uh, well, I'll say very quickly, are there any other questions that, that you might stumble over, Brian, uh, that you're afraid somebody would ask you? It's always the fearful questions. Yeah, I think the, the one for me is that, that gap in my, my employment. Um, I'm having a hard time with that one right now. Just be honest. Just take time off. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah, I just feel like, you know, with the unemployment the way it is, that there's somebody that's uh, more up to date that's going to come along and uh, they're just going to look me over. Oh. Well, one, one, one way I always use to cover that up is, um, you know, I mean, usually when I'm, when I'm out of work, I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, on the side. So I'll go, yeah, well, I was running my own little business here. And, well, this you know. wasn't actually being, you weren't actually out of work. It's just not in the, it wasn't right, in the computer field. Right, I just left field. the field. I was just like, yeah. See, some of you have this perception of the of work. And like Lee said, you could be doing anything else you wanted to do because whoever said you had to do what you know how to do. Yeah, I feel like I'd be punished for leaving. <laughs> right, but think of all the people. for venturing out. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know. but think of all the try. people who have expertise. They step out. They start their own businesses. The business goes well for a couple of years, and then, and then something changes in the business. Right. So you're out of so-called work, but you were still doing what you wanted to do. Right. And so, so it's very important to understand what work is. Work is about performing to get something done. And if people are paying you to do it, you're working. Mm-hmm. And if you're working for yourself, I can guarantee you got to work harder for you because you're not you're you're not a big company. You're one person wearing many hats, and unless you've had the training in the background, those hats are tough to wear. But there's nothing wrong with saying I tried for two years, I tried for a year. That's how the others get there, right? Because they tried it. So I want you all to think, when are you going to step out? That's the thing. When are you going to step out? When are you going to try to make it happen? There's nothing wrong with being out of work, you know? And so, so, so I want you to hear the music in the background because I'm extremely serious about getting you to understand you can do it your way. Now, you've heard my background. I really can't say I'm doing it totally my way. I'm telling people what I want to do, and people are finding ways for me to go do it. But people have done exactly the same for you. And there's nothing wrong with stopping or, you know, stopping and going back. There's nothing saying I tried, now I got to go back and regroup. That's real life. That comes with adventure and challenge. You know. Anyway, so I want you all to think about this is Gene Hodge. This is the employment opportunity. Our go out there and make opportunity work for you because it will. <laughs> Anyway, your assignment. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, and Wesley Chapel. And KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas.